T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Marks and Race. What up? We are back. Top five, five coming up in just one second. The big news of the day. It's official. Shane Sykin, head coach of the Colts. And Jonathan Gannon gets hired by the Cardinals. Mm. Both coordinators are going, I agree. Yeah. Hey, I've been sitting here thinking even more. Man, hell, we could lose C.J. Gardner-Johnson to either the Cardinals or the Colts. It's another good name. Like, yeah. Like it's about it. I don't know the cap situation for those teams, but if they got money to spend. You're damn right they're going to go out there and yeah, spend it. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're Jonathan Gannon, you're trying to build that defense in Arizona. Yeah, and, and it's not – you don't have – like Shane Steichen's going to go into Indianapolis drafting a young quarterback. So mm-hmm. it's a lot different. You can afford to build the program. You have Kyler Murray right there right now. Yeah. So if I'm the GM, I'm looking to, to strike right now. Like, let's go. We have our quarterback right now. If they – if they have money to spend, they should go out and try to transform the team. And they gave him a five-year deal. Is that what it was? Almost makes me wonder if they, they're almost going to chalk up next year because he tore his ACL. He might miss half the season next year, if not more. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he tore his ACL late in the season. Late. So next year may just be a wash year. Could be. Um, looks like they have about $13 million in cap space. As of now. As of right now, yeah, yeah, which can change. But currently, they're 11th in the league, at least according to what I'm reading right here, mm-hmm. which can change with oh, yeah. cuts, cuts or restructures and yeah. things like that. So they have a little bit of money to. But they have already paid their quarterback, so that eats up a lot of money. All right, so look who else they're, they're paying. Like that Simmons kid, he could be next. Yeah, he could be next, yeah. Yeah, who else are they paying? That's a good question. They're probably um, ready to get off of DeAndre Hopkins. They're trying to get DeAndre. Yes, yeah. they're trying to. Yeah. They would like to sit, they would like to trade him this offseason, but who are you replacing him with? Right. You got Hollywood. Is Hollywood Brown a free agent, or is she still no, under contract? Still, yeah, I think he's still there. Oh God. You know what? No, he might be a free agent. I don't think they gave him a new deal when they traded for him. Well, and would he be under that uh, that fifth year option? Because he was a first round. Oh, that's a good point. Could be under that fifth year option. Yeah, could be. So they gave Buda Baker sixty million. 
It's one of their big ones. Yeah. Oh, so they won't be going for C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Uh, D.J. Humphreys, your left tackle. Uh, yeah. Jalen Thompson, their other safety, so that probably takes them out. Yeah. And then they paid Ertzy. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood Browns making thirteen million this year, the fifth year, the fifth year option. Yeah, yeah. So they could be going in a number of directions. And they gave up a first round draft pick for him too. Like, <laughs> man, well, that's why the GM the is gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why there's somebody else new in there. <laughs> got him up out of there. All right. Well, um, a, a lot of things going on this offseason for the Eagles. A lot. All right. Let's get to the top five. Five brought to you by United Tire. Stop in your local United Tire today for the best tire prices anywhere. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Top five, five, Jack. So when I put this together, I totally forgot it was Valentine's Day. But with uh, Jonathan Gannon being uh, signed by the Cardinals or hired by the Cardinals, you know, it got me thinking, where does he land on the most hated Eagles assistant coaches of all time? Awesome. Um, Love it. But when I, when I went to the list... I realize they're like almost all defensive coaches, but we'll get through it. So number five of the fifth most hated Eagles assistant coach is where I'm going to put Jim Schwartz. Like, I think that we look at the Super Bowl and we're like, oh, he's our guy or whatever. Like Jim Schwartz was hated here and heading into the year. That's when he was doing the snake stuff behind Doug's back, which I don't think people liked. Jim Schwartz, while, you know, won the Super Bowl, he was sort of Gannon before Gannon. He had sticks defense. They feel like he never blitzed. Yeah, Jim Schwartz was the original Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. 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 I mean, sticks defense, that whole thing. Corey Graham. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was not a big fan of Schwartz. Yeah, me But But I thought thought he was fine. I I didn't think he was a great defensive coordinator. Nope. I just wasn't a fan. Didn't like him. No, you didn't. Nope. The sticks defense is not something that uh, did well in this. Well, the sticks defense and the whole. Aviators and. Yeah. Yeah, he was bending over on the sideline, being like locked in. (laughs) Look at the call sheet. No, but the, but the, the the fact as the story goes that that he was trying to undercut Doug. Yeah, well, in the I, beginning of that season tells you who the guy really is. Well, I remember the no hat game when everyone here wanted to lose the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Come on, Schwartz. Yep. Yeah. I know you're you're retiring, quote unquote. Anyway, like let the Eagles have a loss here to move that that record up. Yep. His players, his players uh, loved, loved him. him. They did. They did. Yep. Back in Cleveland. <laughs> Uh, the fourth most hated Eagles assistant coach of all time is where, or of my lifetime, and this is not his fault, but Juan Castillo. I mean, he was uh, dreadful for his year here. Um, you know, obviously people thought he was put in a wrong position to succeed, but that was still during the time of Andy where no matter what team was here, the idea was to always try to win a Super Bowl. So Juan was caught in a bad spot, but ultimately <laughs> was not not well received here. No. Nah. That was a disaster from day one, though, too. It was. Yeah. It was. That was, that was, boy, that was tough times. That was tough times. Well, welcome to radio. I mean, that was like right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just tough times as an Eagles fan. Like, what are we doing right now? Like, what is this? Yeah. It was the, it was really the end of yeah. Andy. And Juan's out there heading butt people at practice with no helmet on. Yeah. I mean, was... literally, I got my defensive coordinator bleeding from the forehead like John Ritchie. Yep. In training camp. Well, the funniest was the explanation of it, too. It's like, if there's anyone that knows how to get through an offensive line, it's Juan. It's, it's, it's Juan. Right. Yeah, right. He, he, always helps us on, he always helps us on defense. So, of course, he can be defensive coordinator. Yeah, they really did try to sell that angle with, with him and Jim. <laughs> spending, spending a lot of time together devising game plans. Yep. Like, okay, that may be true. It doesn't mean he knows how to call a defense, though. And he was a linebacker's coach in the USFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played linebacker. I he think. played linebacker. Maybe he played linebacker in the USFL. Jack, it, it's your list, but I, I mean, that year, he didn't even make it through half the year, did he? Mm-mm. 
Nope, we had Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles was there kind of as a Well, he was a DB coach. Right. Yeah, when they fired, stepped right in. Yeah, yeah, when they fired one, they they just um moved yeah. Todd Bowles to DB yeah, coach. Yeah, it, it like, like my I, my memory of that is that sure he I mean, got criticized. From DB coach, yeah. yeah, but at that point it was all about like Andy. That was the dream team. Yeah. Oh, that was the dream team? Yeah. Oh boy. Funnier. Yeah. Uh, third is where I have Jonathan Gannon. You know, I know he wasn't hated by everyone, but I think a large majority of the city was not a, not a big fan of Jonathan Gannon. And uh, you could say all the stats he wanted for a majority of this year, no one cared. And I think that that, po- that portion of the fan base <laughs> felt a little vindicated on yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you get 70-plus sacks and people still ain't happy about it. I know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a clear indication that people were locked in on, on – on how they felt about Jonathan Gannon, he couldn't change it. I mean, they're, they're top five in almost every single defensive staff. Yeah. There was that two-week period where all of a sudden people are like, yeah, yeah, I believe in the defense. Well, that's because he said, I'm going to bleep and gut these guys. And I think that kind of won over ah, the, the fan yeah, base a We bit. said it went right away. Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Second on my list of uh, most hated Eagles assistant coaches of all time is where I put in Jim Washburn. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the wide nine, you know, like not be able to stop the run. Like my whole life growing up was like the Eagles never get gashed in the run. They yeah. bring in Babin and Jim Washburn's oh, there. Man. He hated him and BG never got along. Oh. I mean, just a toxic, toxic time for the Eagles franchise. Really and he was bad. disrespectful to Juan. Yep. Called him Juanita. And his guy, called him Juanita. Yeah. And his guy was like, he's a Jason Babin guy, Jim Washburn, Correct. which tells oh, you all yeah. you need to oh, know yeah. about him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Washy. Is that what they called him, Washi? I don't know what they well, they, they fired him, too, before the end of the season yes, as well. Yes, got rid of all of them. Yeah, yes. they got all the bad blood out of there. <laughs> Some are saying that Jeremiah Washburn, his son. Yeah. Well, actually, that, that was coach. part of the issue was Washburn and Juan. Like, Jim Washburn would undermine Juan. Yeah, because he was a coordinator. Washburn was the experienced, yeah. longtime assistant. So he was doing things the way he wanted to do it, and Juan almost had to coach the back seven around what Jim Washburn wanted to do up front. Isn't that the way, kind of how they they justified it, which was, well, he's got the defensive line anyway, so Juan just has to worry about the other stuff. Yeah, but as a coordinator, defense doesn't work like that. It's all 11 have to work together. And because Washburn was hired first, I believe. Yes. uh, Even though Juan was already there, Washburn came here, highly touted it, and they pretty much probably told him, yeah, you do what you, you want. You do what you want yeah. to do. Yeah, like you can do. You don't have to answer to anybody else, and Definitely. that's how he carried himself. And he didn't answer to yeah. Juan. Yeah, that was, a, that was a terrible hire. What a time! But the number one worst, uh, most hated Eagles system of my life, both uh, by the fans and actually backed up by the play of the defense, is Billy Davis. <laughs> I mean, there was just <laughs> I forgot about no Billy one Davis. in the. Like, I've never seen a more incompetent Eagles defensive coordinator than the one Billy Davis. Yeah, yeah. I don't Billy Davis. Yeah, yeah that was. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. That was like Bradley Fletcher and Kerry Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know who else was on that defense. Well, that was. Except for BG. Yeah. So, Older <laughs> Trent Cole. So, yeah. so, remember, they, they they tried to, and I always say this about Trent Cole, oh, Jack. Oh, 3-4 defense, Yeah, they, right? they switched to a 3-4, and Trent Cole, who played his whole career as a, as a defensive Four, end, actually was competent playing outside linebacker in that 3-4. He was able mm-hmm. to do it, man. Yep. Yeah. Billy Davis was terrible. That terrible. defense that, that defense was terrible. That, that era was terrible. Carrie Williams, Bradley Fletcher. Connor Barwin was a good a good find during that era, right? Was that mm-hmm. all did, did Andy bring him in or was that was that Chip? I thought it was Chip. I thought he was 13. Uh, he was, so he was signed to be the outside. The, the reason they brought him in was they wanted a true 3-4 oh, yeah, outside it, it rush linebacker. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy, oh, he's the linebackers coach out in Arizona, probably till now with the Cardinals. Mm. Billy Davis. Well, there you go. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate it. Who, who else was in the running? Were there Because I, I was initially thinking you were going to just say coaches in general. Well, I know, but I think I've done that before. And honestly, uh, you know, I, I kind of felt like assistant coaches is, is more like niche for the Eagles fandom as well. No, agreed. But like offensively, I guess like people frustrated with Marty, right? But I mean, it feels like the entire franchise is always hired an offensive head coach. He never really had to worry about the offensive coordinator. Like I could have put Carson Walsh. I had him <laughs> written down there. <laughs> Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe, yeah. Press Taylor. Yeah. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Hashtag twenty twenty. All right, guided door and window, and their big winter sale continues until the end of February. Forty percent off all windows and doors. Eight seven seven go guida or visit go guida dot com. A lot of people suggesting replacements for Jonathan Gannon, Ike, mm-hmm. including Joe from Northeast Philly who checks in. Joe, how are you, buddy? Who's he got? Let's see. Oh no, hold on. What happened? We just oh there he is Joe go ahead buddy how are you John Ike how you doing Hi, I want to talk about the game but in reference to you know Gannon going and, and everybody calling in about you know repl- uh, during the season replace him don't replace him um, you know Demarco Demarco Ryan yeah after after you know being a great defense coordinator Seth Joyner would be the guy to bring in. He played on probably the Eagles' greatest defense in, in recent history. Uh, you hear Ray – Whatever happened, Ike Reese. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, yeah. Ike actually yeah, – I, I would suggest Ike. If you're going to go Seth, why not Ike? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you, you hear uh, Ray Dinger. He's worked with him, and you know he's had a lot of conversation with him off the yeah. air. Yeah. Uh, and he says – he doesn't know why he uh, ha- hasn't been in some coaching uh, capacity, you know. And now he's re- he's ready to, for that job. Somebody should co- campaign for him. Um, in reference to the game, Mike, what do you think? Of, I mean, Seth has been on our show before and said that he isn't interested Seth in. Seth has no interest yeah, in coaching. He has no interest in coaching. But <laughs> that's changed. They, well, they asked him, and he, and he, he isn't. Well, in, so, in, in, so, so I just think with his family and all, it's whatever. He's. I think he he, he, he does has changed his mind. Nah, you know, you get to a certain age and you like enjoy your lifestyle. Um, He's on several different platforms talking about the game that he loves. He can talk about strategy. Plays and golf. he can play golf an awful lot. And he lives out in Arizona and he flies back. He doesn't live here in the offseason. He lives out in Arizona in the offseason. I don't know if he wants to spend 18-hour days coaching. I know he doesn't want to spend 18 hours a day yeah. coaching. I don't, I don't think he really wants to be stuck in film rooms, watching film all day. You know, you go from from upstairs in the film room, you go down to the cafeteria, get you something to eat, and you're back up in the film room. You might get your workout in, you might not. It's not required. You're a coach. It all depends on what you feel about your own health. But those guys spend a lot of hours in that building, man. You ain't going home at 6, brother. You ain't going home at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. You're going home at 11, 12 o'clock at night, and you're back in the building at 6. And if you want to, I mean – and it's not often that the Jeff Saturdays of the world just get elevated without having to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, you haven't coached before, but here's a, here's right, a here's defensive a coordinator or yeah. head coaching. <laughs> like, and Seth talked about that on the show. These these coaches go through years of being quality control defensive backer. Well, that's not as much anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's right, though. 
no, you, you know, you're right. I just, if Seth wanted to coach, he would have gotten the coaching and stayed in the coaching. It's just not me. If I wanted to coach, I would have gotten into coaching. You don't do it as, as an afterthought. Coaching is almost like teaching. To it's, it's, it's something that's a calling. Yes, yes, it's because it's, it can be a thankless job. Coming in, making millions of dollars. You're coming in. You started. You start at, at the bottom of the totem pole. You're getting cards. You're drawing up. You, it used to be your Xerox copies for everything, but now we don't use Xerox machines anymore. I'm, I'm dating myself. Thank God. Yeah, but that's all you're really doing. You're almost like a gopher. Yeah. To start off, like you said, you're the low end on the on the totem. And, and pole. that's how you earn your way up the ladder. Yep. You earn your way up the ladder, and you know what else you got to be able to do? Fit in the structure of a team. That means you got to fall in line with everybody else. So you can't be as opinionated. You can be as opinionated as you want to on these platforms. That's yeah, what we get paid to do. It, yeah. But when you're in, on a coaching staff, you keep your opinions to yourself. Or you won't be on the coaching staff very long. Yep. <laughs> so, so, and if you know you're not one of those guys that's going to conform like that and to be in that structure, then what's the point of subjecting yourself to that? There are, there are plenty of former players who may have thought that's something they initially wanted to do. They get in there, you know, you dip your toe in the water just to see how it feels, check the temperature, and you're like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to do something else. Uh, I think of my buddy Dog. He wanted to do front office stuff. Then after a year, he was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah I don't want to work. I, I think I can be better served doing things that I really love doing. Right. And that's being a service to people. He's his own boss, travels. He's not in some boardroom and, and, and under somebody hoping to be promoted and being looked over or passed over for somebody else. Like, like guys, like, Trey got into coaching for a minute, then decided, eh. No, you dip your toe in, and you're like, nah, I'm good. Right, and and I'm good. A, a guy like Deuce got into it. Obviously, he loves has passion it. for yes. like that's the only thing he wants to be doing. He loves it. Yep, loves it. Everybody doesn't love coaching. <laughs> Everybody doesn't love sitting up looking at film and breaking down film. So some other names being mentioned here. Denard Wilson is on the staff already, mm-hmm. so it makes a lot of sense. And I think most people I talk to connected to the team or kind of in the know think that it's probably going to be him, especially if they go in house. Uh, did you see Rex Ryan interviewed with Sean Payton out in Denver for the defensive coordinator job out there? No. <laughs> I mean, he's, they're, they're not gonna, I, I'm seeing on Twitter Eagles fans saying Rex Ryan, but he did interview for the job out in, in Denver mm-hmm. as their D.C., which was very strange. I didn't see that one coming. Well, but, maybe he wants – I mean, I don't know if he has a relationship with Sean Payton, but maybe he feels that's a good spot to get back in the league. Probably coach. still has the passion to, to coach before. Yeah. Mm. Kenny from the Dirty 30 checks in. Uh, how's Kenny doing today? What's up, Kenny? How are you, buddy? How am I doing? Well, if you took a sledgehammer to my nether region, I'd probably feel a little bit better. That's how I'm doing. Um, but, listen, I, should, I, <laughs> I need to yell at you. Okay. I, I actually didn't, don't need to yell at you, but you're just the guy I want to yell at here. <laughs> yell at him, Kenny. Okay, yell sorry, him. go ahead. Yep. I, aside from everything everybody's talked about, whether it's right or not about Gannon, you know, and all the other plays and everything else, here's the thing that's really bothering me today. Andy Reid that beat us two days ago was an Andy Reid who had a team that came out that looked prepared and ready to go and an Andy Reid that had good time management and an Andy Reid that made halftime adjustments. 
Where the hell was that Andy Reid when you played? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we never that. got that Andy Reid. Yeah. If we had that Andy Reid, we'd have three Super Bowls. I, you'd have rings on your finger. Yeah. That's why I need to yell at you, damn it. No, listen, I, I, I listen, even I can admit, Kenny, coach, coach has learned from what he was like during his stint here. And I think I think also it helps when you have a quarterback like Pat Mahomes, right? That that you can do certain things with and you can you putting that trust in him. So no, nah, I mean listen, I, I whenever Coach Reed is having success, believe me, his former players, we sit back and have flashbacks during our time when when, when yeah. we were here in Philadelphia. So I'm, I'm with you there. I'm with you. Uh, and by the way, I, I wasn't as fired up Friday at Chickie's. I couldn't hear you guys. Yeah, that's Brightmire with the with the speakers in house. I, I don't. That's his. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta I tell know. you, it was a pleasure meeting your afternoon callers. I've never met any of them. Oh yeah, you and saw all the guys. Out. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And you want to talk about gentlemen? They came up and thanked uh, me for showing them how a caller should act, and I'm like, well, you're looking at the wrong guy for that. <laughs> no, but you're a trailblazer. But you're a long-time yeah. caller, brother. Come yes, on, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was just, it was, it was nice. Yeah, I love your show. You know that, and your callers just are, are awesome. And and uh, who's it, your it, favorite? It, who's your favorite Marks and Reese caller, Kenny? Believe it or not, it's Rios. Ah, oh, Rios. There you go. I love yeah. violence, and I promote it. And just to meet him, I mean, man, you know. It, it, he is a guy you absolutely want in a foxhole with you. Yes. <laughs> oh, for play. sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. I looked around and I'm like, man, there's, you know, he, he might be small, but he carries a mighty stick of A of that. So and, I'm going to ask you this real quick, Kenny. Are you prepared for Friday? I've been in denial. I'm still going to be in denial. Um, I think I'm going to start calling um, after that, and I'm not going to know what to do with myself, but I'll figure it out. Just like you guys, so. It's 30 well, years for you, that. too, man. That's what, what's that? I, I know I got here in 98 and you were a caller, so, man, I, it, it's it's been almost, what, 25 years for, for you on the show, right? I started calling in March of 96. Okay. Wow. Yep. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, And it's been a steady. Yeah. God knows. And, uh, it's going to be weird. Been, <laughs> I was two years old, Kenny. What an honor. Yeah. But uh, hey, guess what? There's other shows, and you know, I I love your show. If you don't mind me calling you guys, of course. Well, listen, Jack. When is the expansion draft? Well, listen, we got uh, free agency draft. (laughs) I mean, I guess we want a feeling out period. So, Marissa from Tokyo, Jack is saying that that she gets to stay with mornings. Yeah, they can have first pick and keep Marissa in Tokyo. (laughs) That's not nice, Jack. It was. It's not mean. She did a great job on Friday. That was was phenomenal content. I totally agree. I I think the mornings should keep that kind of content around as much as they can. All right. All right, well, Kenny. You know, yeah, well, guys, uh, starting next week, everything's going to be different, but it's going to be just as good. Keep All that right. in mind. All right, Kenny. All right. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. How do you think people would respond to a caller expansion draft and say, I think it'd be hilarious. I don't even know how I would respond to that. I think, I mean, I, it, <laughs> I think sounds like a, it sounds like a pandemic idea. But sounds like it. It does. But at the same time, content oh, is content. The go to Broad Street slash. It's close to the race draft from Dave Chappelle. <laughs> That was a great skit. It was a great skit. One of his great ones. The black delegation. <laughs> we select. <laughs> we said we didn't want Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> <laughs> who did we take? I think we, uh, we take. Uh, who was it? Yeah. Who was it? Well, he 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 did that. He did that skit to you know black people, but with white people. Black people. And they asked, uh, "What what are the exact words in good times?" Right. 
Oh, and the theme song? The theme song, because there's that one spot that says, Hanging in the chow line is the is the words. Hanging in the chow line. Hanging in the chow line. And I don't think anybody knew it, because I didn't know it either. No, I didn't know it. And I know that damn song, but not that one. Yeah, it's Hanging in the chow line. Good times. Ain't we lucky we got them. You ever see Good Times, Jack? Never heard of them. Asian people drafted Tiger Woods, and we got mad, man. <laughs> that was most deaf, man. <laughs> oh, that's the Chappelle skit, man. That was God, man. Yeah. Oh man, that's when Dave Chappelle was at his best, man. Yeah, there was a there was what, like a two year period yeah, like where there was nothing period, nothing better, man. Every Sun- week, Sunday was night, there. Boy. yeah, no doubt. <laughs> some people also um, speaking of Angelo wrapping it up after this week. Some people reacting to the picture that was put out by uh, the station on social media. Did, did did you see the picture, Jack, uh, with the new lineup? I I, I saw well, the picture. Well, I yeah, the reaction to it. Front and center yeah, is one on. Joe to camera. You would think that I'm I'm hosting nights and weekends when you look at the picture, right? <laughs> right. Like, Sorry, I kind of thought the same damn thing. Yeah, though, really. <laughs> well, I mean, the, by the way, the picture's weird. All right, because we're all photoshopped together in hold there. On. Hold on, but hold on, Rod. Who the hell? Decided the camera was going to be in the middle of the damn picture. Him. <laughs> when he hired him to be the morning show host, apparently. I mean, Jack, I, I had the same reaction. Now, like, I, I'm not mad about it or anything like that, but I'm like, all right, when am I hosting again? 2P to 2, 10P to 2A? On, uh, on President's Day? <laughs> oh, man. You me buried over your, yeah, your right no, shoulder. Yeah, you can't right, even see man. my this shirt. This ain't right, man. I'm you and you are in the same spot. Yeah, but Hugh's <laughs> no, I know. V. No, the flying V. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just all, all together. It's poorly constructed. Well, the whole I just don't thing. like. The no, guy. first of all, Richie should be on the right side of Joe the camera, and I should be set standing in the middle of this damn picture. You should be more. You should be prominently <laughs> featured. Why am I behind Joe the camera? I think it's weird the I shows aren't know. together. Like, I mean, it's kind of all individual photos. Yeah. You think? Well, be, we didn't take a team picture. Well, can someone have some foresight around here? I mean, do you see this graphic? <laughs> no, they're doing individual shows. And then someone said, "Oh, bleep! We start next week." Hey, Photoshop all these individual pictures together. And Joe DeCamera is is the who's <laughs> my man, front center. Obviously, the franchise player of WIP. That's bull. Well, I mean, listen. Bull. If I'm if I'm going by this picture, that's what it tells you. Seriously. Now that's bull. All right, like I mean, people, people have said it. I've gotten, I've gotten uh, text messages from people saying, like, why the hell is Joe DeCamera in the front and center? And my reaction is because he's the morning show host, and they obviously value him as the Jalen Hurts of WIP. <laughs> you better be careful in there. Two one five five nine two ninety four. The bigger question is where <laughs> Seltzer. WIP. Where Seltzer he's about me to be Gardner Minshew at WIP. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying that that's that's really what's going on. Right. I'm saying that that's what's being portrayed in that picture. We know that you're the franchise. No, and the show is the franchise show or the station. Now let's start a civil war inside the damn station if we want to. <laughs> no, we're not going back to the old days of WIP. That will not happen. That will not happen. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Lisa doesn't have the suit on that he wore to the wedding. <laughs> he put a new jacket and a new shirt on. Good job. Yeah. Uh, coming up. Just when you thought you look pretty spiffy over there too, anything which you would out plaid on, man. And I specifically that day didn't wear plaid. <laughs> I wore a nice light blue yeah, shirt. It looks nice, man. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, listen, yeah, that you can't nice, see man. it because I'm buried in the back. <laughs> it's like, oh, who's that behind Ike's right shoulder? Oh, it's that short dude, Marks. Coming up, just when you thought you heard oh, the man. the worst remixes of Fly Eagle Sly, well, 
<laughs> Our sister station in San oh, Francisco. San Fran- oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. We're going to play it for you coming yeah. up next. It's it's all-time, all-time bad. Yeah. And these guys are all-time, all-time soft. It's unbelievable. Marks and Reese on 94 WFP. Hey, listen, uh, let's talk about NJ Die for a second. Football season's over, so there's no more excuses. Like, oh, I'll start after after the big game because I know I'm going to eat nachos. I'm going to eat this, going to eat that, right? Like, no more excuses. Start your spring training right now with NJ Diet. It's a weight loss program that contractually guarantees that you will lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. You heard me right. Contractually guaranteed. NJ Diet starts with bioenergetically personalized supplements based on your hair, saliva, and blood work. Um, and then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to create your ideal diet and workout regimen to help you keep it off. You're fully monitored through the entire process to make sure you're burning fat and not just losing water. You also get the doctor's personal email and phone number. And NJ Diet's all natural. No shots, no hormones, no surgery, and no prepackaged foods. And there's locations everywhere. Close by, King of Prussia. Cherry Hill, Newark, Delaware, or from anywhere with live online video consultations. So what are you waiting for? Guaranteed weight loss. Get it today by calling 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com and lose the weight for good. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Got the music? Our Fast Five question will be, who is your Super Bowl MVP? But first, pull up the song. Let me know when you all got it. All right, let's do it. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Cry, eagles, cry on the road to misery. 
side, eagle side. Blow the big games. One, two, three. One, two, three. Miss them low, lock them high, and watch our eagles die. Bye, eagles, bye. Bright face of the NFC. L-O-S-E-R-S Eagles! Yeah, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that was so bad. Yep. and they, the, felt really, they felt real proud of themselves, didn't they? These are the same guys that did this. Eagle fans are the biggest scumbag lowlifes I've ever met in my they're, entire they're life. they gangsters. <laughs> so that is... Uh, I'm loving it. <laughs> That's the morning roast on our sister station in San wow. Francisco, 95-7, the game. They really aren't taking that loss very well out Dude, there. <laughs> let me tell you something. Yeah, the kicker saying that J- make, Jay- that? make Jalen play quarterback and they'll, they'll be terrible or whatever he said. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've never seen a softer fan base, <laughs> softer show or station in my life. And the players, too. I get it. They're disappointed. They felt like they didn't have a chance in the game because they didn't have a quarterback. Well, don't get your quarterback knocked out of the game. <laughs> so you don't have to play a game with, 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 with somebody that can't throw forward passes. Like, I just, it's un- it really is unbelievable. Yeah, they were celebrating. Ah, I'm loving it. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure it's a fine show, Jack. I'm sure it's a fine show. You seem like a big fan of Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine with it. Dude, this is weird. I, I've, I mean, maybe it's just me that I've never really... I don't recall us dealing with this with any other team that we may have beaten. Um, my goodness. The Vikings got their behinds kicked when they came in here five years ago, and right. the fans whined a little bit because they were they were treated poorly. But was it like this with the radio station and everything no. else? I don't remember all of that. No. No, probably not. Like It's almost like the 49ers, they feel like, well, first, first of all, dude, even if Brock Purdy had to play the whole game, you're losing. You're not. You're not beating the Eagles in our building. So stop it. But that's what they're acting like. Like, oh, Pat Mahomes got knocked out of the game. That's the only reason y'all beat us. Like they're Chiefs. Yeah, that it was a lot that they were going to win. <laughs> yes. Like, and, it, my and, and there's also a lot of player reaction that's kind of disrespectful yeah. towards towards Hurts to me. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't. They don't buy that that he's really a great quarterback. And I mean, even the the kicker saying what the kicker said was. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, they saw that game Sunday. Yep. So he may not have played that great against the 49ers, but they saw that game this past Sunday. Dude, I'm fascinated by how <laughs> Juju, he probably wishes he hadn't tweeted that out about Bradbury the whole t- The whole team's going to find yeah. him. Well, now you got Tyreek Hill getting in on it. And and Tyreek Hill, did you see, he tweeted out after the game that Jalen Hurts is the guy, the guy or something mm-hmm. like that. No, he like, said he's him. He's okay. him. Yeah, you're he's a big him. fan of. He's him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Th- yeah. Him, he, him, yeah, all of that, yes. He's, he's him. him. He's him. Yeah. Tyreek didn't appreciate it? Well, no, and then Tyreek is probably looking at it like, because people want to keep saying that he left and the Chiefs were still able to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we didn't need you, dude. We didn't need you. So you know that's the feeling that he's getting. Well, he, also, don't worry. Micah Parsons jumped in. Oh, we know Micah did, boy. Micah got something to say about and, and everything. What, what did he have to say? Well, it's his hometown <laughs> team, Mike. What did Micah Parsons have to say about it? Uh, I got to look it up. But he ended it with hashtag sad. Yeah, I, I saw it. I saw the tweet earlier. Yeah, even Micah's in on on the uh, juju, being uh, it, being an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there you go. 
All right, so. But he did, he's, he has the ring, though. Uh, so he said, damn social media has allowed players' social media skills be better than their football skills. Hashtag sad. Yeah, and that's that's referring to <laughs> Juju. Juju. Yes. Listen, Micah doesn't miss a chance. He's, he's living on Twitter, man. <laughs> he, he is living he's on active. Twitter, really. Well, it's because he's a cowboy. He's got plenty of things going on right now. Ah, boom. There you go. Um, this segment is sponsored by Comcast Business <laughs> Complete Connectivity. One more thought on, on, um, on the morning roast mm-hmm. from San Francisco. Um, so really where their anger is because they came here to Philadelphia, those two guys came here and they gave out their, they gave out their seat and everything where they were going to be sitting during the game because they were being tough guys oh. and they came in here feeling pretty good about their team and themselves. Right. See, I didn't know all this. And then they were mistreated and I'm sure they were mistreated. I'm sure they got stuff thrown on them or whatever, but uh, like, seriously, how dumb are these two to think that they were going to come into Philadelphia with their, with their chests puffed out, and go right. to the Rocky statue and put the 49ers jersey on, and all right. these 49ers fans come in. Did you? Did they not realize? Like, they were going to get mistreated. They were going to the NFC Championship game, acting cocky and arrogant, walking in with, with a certain mindset of, oh, we're, we're coming in and we're winning this game, and I'm not going to be bullied by Eagles fans. And mm-hmm. they came in and they and they got treated exactly how, they, exactly how I knew they were going to get treated. How much of this do you think is part of a bit for them? None. No? No, 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 no. They legit- like, how did they think how did they think people were gonna react? Well, that's what I'm saying. They're dumb because they, they literally they couldn't they didn't see this coming, I guess. That's what I'm saying. So I reason why I say the whole bit thing, because I'm wondering if they were trying to play this up so they could play this role of how terrible Philadelphia was, how they were mistreated. They've really been running with this for two weeks. No, they're still like this is yeah, like, this yeah, is their offseason, which show is content. Com- yeah. complain about the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they hate Eagles fans and they hate Philadelphia, and this is all legit. Okay. Uh, every la- Jack, you agree? Every last day, this isn't a radio bit. They're not asking me to come on and we're gonna have fun with it. These guys hate well, us. Well, if they were, <laughs> nah. How could they hate us about what? Like, why would you come to the game? So did they hate us once they came to the game, or yes. did they hate us prior to? Because of their treatment. But they asked for it. Yep. What did they That's think? why I don't get. You don't poke a bear and say, we got two seats, we're going to be sitting in your stands, and this is where we're going to be at, unless you want somebody to come and heckle you. Do we have a reputation here in Philadelphia? Of course. What did they think was going to happen coming in, and we know that violence isn't right, you shouldn't throw anything at them, and you shouldn't do any of that stuff, but like, what did they think was going to happen? Well, you can't go on the you can't, you can't, You can't do the whole... Well, this is where we're going to be sitting, and if you come by, and this and that. And that. Like, you can't do that whole bit in Philadelphia the same way we wouldn't do it in San Francisco. Like, you don't do that when you go out of town. So, to your point, if we would go out to San Francisco and act the same way that these guys act, like, I, I don't know, hung an Eagles banner on the Golden sure. Gate Bridge or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're going to the Rocky statue and putting putting a, 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 a San Francisco 49er jersey on there. Hold on, the radio show did that? Well, no, but, like, the, oh. it, it's the – it's the overall point of they're coming in and they're they're trying to take over the town. Mm-hmm. And they're like, We're coming in, we're winning this game to hell with you. And how did they feel like how did they think that we were gonna react to that? Yeah, I exactly the way they reacted to yeah. it. Just like if I went if to San Francisco. If, well, if they didn't want to be bothered or didn't want anybody, they wanted just to enjoy the game, then you wouldn't be on the radio bragging about it or talking about what you're going to be doing. At least that's what I think. This is what they this is what they sounded like the day after the the this Monday after they lost the game. Eagle fans are the biggest scumbag low lives I've ever met in my they're, entire they're life. They're fake gangsters. 
They're thugs. What they did yesterday, they were thuggish. If that was our beautifully colored crowd, okay, where we've got white, Latino, Asian, black, we would have been considered gangsters the, the for ball, what they did to us the, yesterday. The balls of these people to get in our faces and call us things. It, it's not only just the guys. It's the women. <laughs> the women may be worse. You... Well, there you go. The morning roast. Um, Let's go to Nick. Nick's in Washington Township. Hi, Nicky. How are you? What's up, fellas? Hi, Yo. Nick. Hey, listen, man. These guys, if you want to come to Philadelphia with smoke, you should expect to see white chalk outline. That's it. I like that, We Nick. have a reputation. <laughs> I like that. We have a reputation. You said it, John. That's what it is. It is what it is. But if you fellas don't mind, I got like three points. I want to rattle off <laughs> real fast and just and just hear me out real quick. Like the first point, for all of our fans calling in, talking about the blitz, oh, we should have blitzed more. No dummies. You don't blitz the best quarterback in the league against the blitz. That's stupid. If anything, we should have played three for it. We should have hung back a little bit more. Not rushed. Clear pass rush wasn't working. Mm -hmm. Number two, Mike, a few segments ago, you were right, dog. You are excited. That was the words you said. Mm-hmm. Took it back, but you're excited. Let me tell you why you're excited. We got Jalen, the oh, only yeah. dude in the NFL wearing number one that should be spelled on the back of his jersey, and it should be spelled W-O-N, because all this dude is wins. And you should be excited for the future, because seriously, this man's going to take us places we've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And not for nothing, Mikey, go get your shine box. Because we're not seven wins. Get the hell out of here. We're going back to the Super Bowl next year, and we're going to win. All right. I like peace. it. Sounds good to me. All right, peace. I am excited. Did I say I wasn't excited? Or did I say I was excited? I don't even know what the hell I said I was excited about. The team moving forward? I mean, sure. I think we said the offseason. <laughs> oh. We're excited for the offseason. Oh. I am. <laughs> okay. Hopefully it's a good one. Twitter mm-hmm. questions today brought to you by Mark's Jewelers. It's Valentine's Day. Mark's Jewelers still open. If you're looking for a last-minute gift, get to Mark's Jewelers in Montgomeryville. Right there on Route 309 or online, marks-jewelers.com. Um, I guess get to the, the text line. Mark's and Reese text line. Go ahead, Jack. Text line. Text line, text line. Looking forward to my tribute video next year. What's up, Bird Gang? Jonathan Gannon, your new head coach, Arizona Cardinals. Ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. Jonathan on his way to Arizona. Uh, so, Ooh, boy. so, Jack, you have the, you actually had the whole thing. Maybe we can play that before we get out of here. Hold on, bro. Hold on. What's up, Bird Gang? Jonathan Gannon, Bird Gang, the Bird Gang. Head coach, Arizona Cardinals. Ready to get to work. Buckle up. We're going to have some fun. It's like, oh, jeez. What could possibly go wrong, Nick? Hold on. Did he do that on their Twitter or something? Yeah, they tweeted out the video, yeah. God. He went bird gang for, for the Cardinals? Come on. What's up, bird gang? Oh, oh, oh hell no. Nah. Buckle up. That's not going to help him here. No, that's our thing, man. <laughs> Figure it out, man. We're going to have some fun. Couldn't have some bird fun. Gang for the Cardinals, man. They never refer to themselves as bird gang. How much fun do you think they're going to be having in week eight? I, I don't know. <laughs> mm. Well, they don't have a quarterback for half the year. Right. 
Yeah. Colt, Colt McCoy going to be still there? Yeah, they're having a quarterback for half the year. We're going to have some fun. It's awesome. All right, what's next? Guess who's coming in tomorrow? See you, Jonathan. Angelo in Chestnut Hill. <laughs> I would think he'd have to come in, right? I don't know. It's his last week. I mean, come on. Can't, can't do one full week. Maybe a, maybe a phone call. Leave it on the line, Cataldi. So you don't think John Johnson would have the would have the same bite? No, but he's been waiting for this. Like if That's Gabe true. got fired, and, and he's never going to get a chance to. Like Jonathan Gannon is never speaking to us again. No, so. <laughs> he's not going to answer for what happened in the Super Bowl. Nope, he's not. City, the city needs him tomorrow. Yeah, can he just not come in on Friday and, and we we have him tomorrow? Switch the days. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, you get a longer weekend. Yeah. We're well, going to have a long weekend anyway. Yeah. <laughs> However many years, uh, that's a good point. Oh, man. Jack, it's a, it, it is a, uh, it, it's a it's a sound word by you. I agree. I need well, to hear what Angela has to say. Where's tomorrow. our leader of men, Rod Lakin, going to put the foot down around here? Well, <laughs> you think Rod's going to demand Angela comes in? Here's the real question. Is Sirianni calling this yeah, week? I want to hear that call. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'll make the call. I think that'll go well. Is, so so is Nick's – it's already Tuesday. If he's not working tomorrow, is, is Nick calling in on Thursday and Friday? Jack, what's I, I the latest hope, on that? He's probably going to so. call in tomorrow if he's smart. Yeah, right on time. <laughs> that would be the wise move for him. So you don't think Nick wants to spar with Angelo on I, his – no. I don't I, – especially when, A, we lost the game. Yes. But, B, Nick is more probably looking to celebrate Jonathan Gannon. For getting a head coaching job, and so the last thing he wants to do is have to come in and defend another Gabe Kapler interview. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised, but you don't acknowledge my acknowledgement of. I mean, of course, we would love to have him call in, but I I mean, if I were, (laughs) if I was Nick, I know I wouldn't be looking forward to the call. I'm a compassionate, competitive (laughs) man. That was one of the best. That was one of the best. the, The times when Gabe was coming on with Angelo. There was that run during that season where it, every week it was compelling. Mm-hmm. It was appointment radio. All right, we'll see if Nick calls in this week. What's next? Per usual, I'm the last JG standing. JG in New Hope. L. He's <laughs> <laughs> the last JG standing. L. Was he, was he a Gannon guy, Jillio? Yeah, he said uh, he, made, he made people apologize two weeks ago for saying he's a bad coordinator. So is he doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is he's he's doing, doing the same show tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's rubbing it in, in people's faces. So we, no, we, Nana Boo Boo, he's beat Poo Poo, and, <laughs> and he's getting a coaching job. So Howard, he's rolling with the King for the first hour. Is he going to have a Jonathan Gannon appreciation night starting at seven? No, he's, it's, still, it's still too fresh for the Super Bowl, but that'll be Thursday, Wednesday, or Thursday. <laughs> I actually would tune in for for that. It would be interesting radio. All right, any more, Jack? 94-year-old shouldn't even be driving, let alone doing the grass for a multi-billion dollar sports event. Mark and Modco. Yeah, Jack, what's the latest on the Sodfather? I know you were chasing. He's like the white whale for the show to try to get on the Sodfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're discussing whether or not Angelo gets Sirianni. I'm trying to, I'm trying to track down the Sodfather. The Sodfather, <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, there's no update. We, we might be, uh, no, so maybe you tomorrow. You a dead end? No, tomorrow I feel pretty, not great about it, but more, more runway for tomorrow. So will we have to rip the the sod father? Well, I got to hold him accountable. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he, he has doesn't he have Super Bowl rings from the Chiefs? Yes, and season tickets, and season tickets, and he's in the Missouri Hall of Fame, right? And he made the sod for the, the <laughs> horrible sod. They grew it for two years, eight hundred thousand dollars for guys to slip all over the place on both teams. By the way, 
All right, what's next? All I have to do is keep ducking the old man until Monday, and then I'm home free, right? <laughs> Nick in South Jersey. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He may not be available during the morning the next couple days. The mm-hmm. camera's first show. Nick Sirianni at 8 a.m. <laughs> that would be a, that actually would be a good get. That's a good way to start off the show. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. I mean, some are saying Rod Lakin might be favoring that. I don't know. All right, any more? Elliot's dinner. Mrs. ESP. Aw, you're even tearing up on Valentine's Day. I love my off-season Elliot. ESP, peeking a Twitter video of Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. <laughs> what, what'd you say, honey? <laughs> Alex in Lancaster. Did Battle laugh in that? I think so. There was yeah, a chuckle, yeah. There was a chuckle in there. there. I heard it. There was a chuckle. I saw Elliot did, uh, he already, so he put out his uh, happy Valentine's Day to his wife. Reposted a couple pictures. Or I have not done that yet, and I'm probably not. I'm just wondering if uh, if I catch crap for it. Jack, did you do a did you do a, a Instagram post? No, no, no. All right, good. <laughs> but I, I I never really do. No, you don't. They're okay. for you know. I feel like for newer couples. Oh, you're an old married. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the old ball and chain when he goes home. Uh, every day is Valentine's Day. Now, there you go. That's, That's the answer. Yeah. There you go. Smart kid. Oh, that's so sweet. Let's go to Justin in Tennessee. <laughs> oh, no, I was wrong. I knew somebody would correct me. The blacks drafted Tiger Woods in the race draft, and the Asians drafted the Wu-Tang Clan. That's what it was. Oh, that's that's right. what it was. <laughs> somebody had to correct me. Thank you. Who drafted first? I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember who drafted first. Me neither. I just knew we gave back Condoleezza. That's all. I yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Justin in Tennessee. What's up, buddy? How are you? <laughs> what's happening, brothers? How y'all doing today? What's, what, what's what, up, what, Justin? Are you, are you having a romantic dinner with some vittles tonight, Justin, for Mrs. Justin? <laughs> Actually, no. She, uh, she had some kind of pork chop thing she's had in the crock pot today, and uh, <laughs> it smelled pretty good when I come home. So Pork chops and applesauce? Pork, no, pork chops, nice taters, macaroni and cheese, green beans, oh, man. Rolls, all kinds of stuff. Ah, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick, man, I, I, this Jonathan Gannon hire, it's it's kind of got me puzzled because they have Kyler Murray as their quarterback they've paid a boatload of money to, but it seems like they can't get to, you know, get in the playbook, get in the film room and work. Why not hire a hard-ass coach like an Eric Bieniemy to try mm. to get the most out yep. of him like you could? That's what but it just puzzles me. You paid all this money to Kyler Murray, and the kid's got the talent. Now, he, he's small, but, I mean, get a hard-nosed coach who's going to put his feet to the fire and hold him accountable and – then you'll find out if it works. Yeah. I mean, am I right or am I wrong, guys? Nah, I, I, I think you're right. And sometimes you need a coach like that for a player like Kyler Murray. Um, man, it would be interesting to see who Gannon hires as his OC. And Because yeah. part of the thing with being to me is I think people don't believe he's really the play caller out in Kansas City. Yeah. So – I, I, I think he needs to go somewhere where he's out from under Coach Reed and he can be the clear play caller. So the Ravens hired an offensive coordinator today. He was rumored to and maybe rumored be interested that. in that. And then there are other people interviewing for the Washington OC mm-hmm. job, which he also yeah. could be in the mix for. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So if if the Eagles, I mean, I know everybody's saying they'll probably stay from within, but where's Mike Zimmer? I mean, couldn't he be a possibility as a defensive coordinator? Is he? I mean, he used to be a really good defensive coordinator, best I could remember. I mean, I heard somebody say Lovey Smith. So I think, Justin, I I would have to look at this. I think he's still under contract with Minnesota for a couple more years. No, Dion hired him. That's as as a um, he's at Colorado as like a consultant. That's right. Yep, that's right. Okay. Well, anyway, that that was my thought on the Cardinals. I mean, you know, good luck to Gannon. You know, I mean, wish him well. But I mean, if, if I've got that much money in a quarterback, I won't. An offensive coach. Yeah, we agree. Get the most out of him. But y'all have had a great show today, man. Y'all going over that Chappelle show draft. (laughs) I just just like to know where I would go in the Collar draft. That piqued my interest. I'm like, you know, where would I go in in this Collar Ah. draft? Well, depending on where we would, depending on which pick we would have, you would certainly be on our draft board. (laughs) 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 Well, obviously, I would not be on Jack's. (laughs) All right, so. Y'all, y'all have had a good one today, boys. Y'all, you, it has. But uh, I'll get off here and let you go. You boys have a good evening, and hope you have a romantic evening. Um, me too. Me too. All right, Justin. Love you, buddy. Even Ke- on Valentine's Day. Coming up is Joe Giglio riding with the king. Oh, the king. So he, so Giglio is one more show, riding with the king show. Mm. Uh, End of an era. Jack Fritz. Man. Man. All right, that's coming up next show. Takes you through the rest of the evening. We're back tomorrow. Um, Hang on a second here. We're back tomorrow. Marks and Reese, help your business thrive and stay connected with the Comcast Business Complete Connectivity Solution. One solution for wherever business takes you. Comcast Business, powering possibilities. Those guys are next. See you. Hey, listen, QC Kinetics, we're talking about it. We're talking about being in pain, man. You're in pain? QC Kinetics, that's what it's all about. Um. I, I know that I, I had a shoulder injury before, and it felt like that. I was like, yeah, I guess I just have to live with this forever. No, you don't. No, you don't. QC Kinetics, everybody's talking about it because this is what pro athletes have been doing this for years, right? Now it's available to you through QC Kinetics. Using concentrated healing agents from your own body to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. So maybe it's your elbow, maybe it's your shoulder, maybe it's your back, your knees, whatever it is, if you're suffering from joint pain or arthritis, maybe it's from an injury, you need to call QC Kinetics. Steroids and surgery are not your only option. Times have changed. QC Kinetics can get you pain-free. They'll uh, get you in for an evaluation ASAP. Call them today, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics, 215-999-3000. Don't wait, call now, 215-999-3000. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.